What's good, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk about money morality. Now, people think or want money to operate by the same moral rules that they supposedly live by. And in my opinion, most people don't have any moral rules. They just respond to status and punishment and reward. But that's for another podcast. But this money morality, personal morality conundrum thing where people think that money should operate by the same moral rules as they supposedly have is the reason why people think that the lady at the soup kitchen should make more than the NFL player and the doctors should make more than the guru. Now, the doctors, <laughs> I could have ran on the doctors all day, but it's not, you're not viable because the government said you're viable. You're not viable because you have uh, three letters after your name or three letters before your name. You have to actually provide value and have proof. But the, the <coughs> excuse me, the doctors believe they should make more money than the gurus and the school teachers should make more than the car salesmen. And all that stuff is false, and it falls apart on basic observation. And to do that, we're just going to talk about what money wants. Let's pretend like money is a person. Money is a person that you have to attract to yourself. So I'm going to talk about money as a person. And I'm also going to use um, hypothetical examples with people. So imagine somebody comes to you, and they see you as evil, or the root of all evil, where they see you as dirty. Are they going to want to be around you? The answer is no. And what people do to money, or... What money wants as a person, a personified thing, they don't want, it doesn't want someone who sees it as evil or the root of all evil or dirty or unclean or something negative like that. Just like you wouldn't date anybody who sees who you see as evil or dirty or unclean or some negative attribute. Money doesn't want that either. Imagine you get into a relationship with somebody and, you know, it's going good and all that. You really like each other, but you don't really act to gain or keep that attraction going so you got the girl you're super happy you're super fulfilled and all that stuff but then you just stop talking to her you just like stop paying attention to her and to her needs and all this stuff you're not really paying attention to what she wants uh, what she desires or whatever it is what do you think is gonna happen she's gonna leave your ass and that's the proper thing to do and what people do with money is um they don't act to gain and keep its attention and in order to do that you have to market yourself you have the market say, hey, money, come to me. I have something cool for you if you will come over here to me. And that entails making offers. And and also, another thing to do to gain and keep his attention is to invest in, which means to send it out the door to multiply, to multiply. Now, in a personal relationship context, that would be like you get married to somebody and you continuously go out on dates. You always ask each other about what's going on with them and how they're feeling and how the relationship's going and how you're raising the kids and all this stuff. Constantly providing value, constantly making offers, and constantly gaining and keeping the attention of that person, which is your job to do, especially if you're married or in a committed relationship. That is your job. Now I want to move on to the root, the root of people's money issues. And if you listen to this podcast for any amount of time, you already know what I'm about to say. <laughs> Go ahead and guess, man. You already know what I'm about to say. It is the education, the quote education system, or the miseducation system, or the uneducation system, because there ain't no education happening in those schools. You spend 12 plus years, 15 plus years in government care, and you can't balance a checkbook. You spend 15 years in government care, and you don't know what an interest rate is, and how to calculate it, and how to uh, calculate the amortization rate of your mortgage or your credit card or whatever. You don't know what the bankruptcy laws are. You don't know how to start a business. You don't know how to file your taxes. You don't know how to do shit. 
if the education system, if education, if the use of education is to actually go out in the world and do stuff, then what we call the education system is not an education system. But I've already ranted on that enough. But one of the main beliefs that people get from the education system or main, main values is their disvalue for learning and reading. I freaking hated reading <laughs> all the way up until I was like 17. I picked, picked up my first book for the first time on my own without having a teacher tell me to do it. And all it takes is just one book. But most people never get around to that. They're just like, reading and learning is boring and it's, and it's useless and all this stuff. And they're right. It's useless and boring in the school context. When you actually learn stuff that affects your life, it is amazing. And I remember, I remember, <laughs> I was heading the class in high school. I was 17, and there was this girl standing outside the classroom reading the book. And I came up to her, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you reading the book? She's like, I, I like it. It's, it's a nice book. <laughs> I was like, why? That's, I don't, she was like, you don't read it? I was like, nope. That's boring as hell. And, yeah, that was just a funny interaction that I had. But once I picked up my first book that I picked up without a government teacher telling me to do it, I realized that, shit, I can actually improve my life. And I've been addicted to reading ever since. But most people just never recover from that. Um, you know, reading and learning is kind of like coffee. People love coffee. But maybe the first couple of coffees that you try, I don't know the coffee flavors or anything like that because I don't drink coffee, but... People say, there's a saying in the coffee world that it just takes the right kind of coffee and then you're you're hooked. The same thing with a book. The same thing with learning. Once you find something that you can really latch on to, bam, you, you got it. And you're never going to stop. Which is why, in my opinion, coffee consumption is addiction. <laughs> but maybe that's for another day. And uh, another major belief that people have coming out of the educational system is that the government is there to fix it. The government can fix my money issues. I just had to vote for XYZ. The government can fix the money issues by telling corporations to stop gouging the customer, which is a freaking lie, and a whole bunch of other stuff that they say. But people believe that the government will fix it and that they have to fix it and that it is their obligation to fix it. People have given up their responsibilities to the government in terms of their checkbooks. And once you give up your responsibility, you are helpless, nobody can help you, and you just have to rely on the force of the government to get what you want, which is terrible and sad and result in you getting less than what you could have if you had taken responsibility for your life but that's where most people go and another thing that happens in this time period is that people inherit the psychology the beliefs that money is the rule of all evil money is dirty money is blah 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 all these negative things in their head and then they go out and try to pursue money because they need it because it's required for survival and it would be Impossible to survive any other way, at least in the modern context. It's like, do you want to have money or do you want to barter everything? Do you want to have money or do you want to have to build every single thing that you need for your survival? I'd rather have money. I can do what I do best, exchange it for money, and buy all the stuff that I'm not good at. Instead of waking up every day from sunset to sundown, working on the farm, building the house, maintaining the house, getting water, washing the clothes, all that shit. So people have these bad psychology about money. And a whole bunch of other things. And that psychology will limit them from ever doing the things necessary. Which is picking up a book, learning and reading, and all this other useful information that they can get. Which will keep them from the money. That's all I got to say about this, man. I um, I believe in working on my psychology and my education every single day. I try to learn something every single day. I work on my psychology every single day. 
And one of the most important psychology aspects of yourself that you can work on is your thoughts about money. Because you need it. You should want it. You should want to help your family, serve your family as much as you can, achieve the things that you want to achieve. And if you see money as a bad thing, you're just throwing all that shit out the window. And yeah, that's all I got to say, man. I'll see you in the next one. And peace out.